What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? This is AJ. Welcome to Pulse Podcast. You know who we are already. I'm yeah. AJ. This yeah. is Sergio. What's up, man? Not much, you know, just kicking it here. Sergio, why don't you tell me about where we're at? Oh, man. All right, so check this out. We are at the Ultimate Party Stop. It's in San Jose. All right. It is, was 80 or 8? Huh? 18. 18 North 1st Street. It's right off of Santa Clara. It's called NorCal Lights. This is Post Podcast's official home for podcasts. Pos- podcasting. <laughs> just, just whatever you I know. You were about uh, to say pasta there. I was like, uh, oh man, we do hey, some man, we could do pasta. I'm, I'm sure we could do pasta up in here yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Peter, come over here, man. Oh man, I know. I know. We're gonna have my man Peter yeah, come. Hand, hand him the microphone. Oh. So. Uh, man, why don't you tell everybody what's up with, with NorCal Lights? Tell them how it came about. Uh, let's see. Dang. Uh, I've been uh, in the uh, radio scene for a while. Uh, I've worked with a lot of uh, the LED glove companies. I worked with uh, one called Light Zombies, uh, Orbit Light Show, and Bulldogs. Uh, Bulldogs wasn't really doing anything with their rave scene uh, area, so I kind of just started my own. Uh, and I just wanted a place for people to come, chill, have a safe spot, uh, have a good time. All right. And, uh, you know, this place is really off the chain, you know. It, and when we say one-stop party shop, we are not joking. We're going to have makeup artists, hairstylists. You can get your tattoo done. You can get your ink done here. We got dancing. We've got screens. we got yoga and Pilates and mimosas so um you know check it you got facebook right it's on facebook right north yeah. Lights on facebook so be sure to check that out and like i said you know pulse podcast this is our home for it so you know you're going to hear us talk about norcal lights and what's going on here at norcal lights we're also going to be doing stand-up comedy out of here we're going to be doing radio shows I'm sure at some point we're going to find something for AJ to do up in the, up in here. Yeah, you know? we'll figure it out. You know, you know I mean, you, you are a, you know, professional in this sense, you know, so, um, so yeah, let's get to it, man. Let's, let's talk about, uh, backlash and, and our results here. Um, I called it. You did call it, man. You, you absolutely called Becky Lynch winning the women's title on SmackDown. <laughs> And uh, don't mind the beeping, y'all, here in the background. That's just people coming through the door. Um, called that AJ Styles. Called AJ Styles winning. A uh, little little dirty win, but, you know, a win nonetheless. Exactly. A win is a win, man. And now uh, we got uh, the face that runs the place. He has returned. Yes, yes, he has. And uh, so we got John Cena coming up at, at was it No Mercy? It's going to be Cena. Exactly. Versus. Taking place at the Golden One Arena in Sacramento. Now that's that's the King's new spot, right? It's the Sacramento King's new arena. It's going to be going coming up uh, for this season. And then we're going to have SmackDown and Raw in the local area. I believe Raw is going to be in Oakland and SmackDown will be at the SAP Center in San Jose. Yeah, right down the street, right from here. That's right. And, uh. You know, so it was it was a it was a pretty good show. What did you think of the show overall? For for um, backlash, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, it was it was um, very basic at certain points. I mean, to me, I felt that it was obvious that um, that Rhino and Slater were going to win the titles. I felt that it was obvious that 
AJ was going to win simply because I just feel like he has the he has all the momentum in the world. Right. And for him to knock down Cena and then not to win the title would be kind of killer, but you know. So, I I thought it was a little a little obvious at certain points, but you know, overall still good wrestling, still uh, like, you know, Dean versus AJ was probably one of Dean's best matches, you know, yeah. of, of his WWE career match. at the very least. And and of course, you know, the ladies killed it. I'm really, really happy for Becky. She's definitely earned it. I mean, she was the only one out of the four, four horsewomen to never hold the NXT title, NXT women's title. So it was nice to see that she could get some love. And, you know, it's, it's good to see that hard work pays off. You know, whether you come from a little town in Ireland and then make it all the way up. Speaking of the four horsewomen, let's move on over to Raw. Raw uh, has now has a match. We got a, a singles match for the women's title on Raw between Sasha Banks and Charlotte. How do you, how do you feel about Bailey being uh, excommunicated from the program? You know, I think it is a good idea. It's a good idea to protect Charlotte. I think, um, in a sense, and protect Sasha. I think that the way they can do it is WWE can go in one of two ways. They can either go uh, Sasha retains, which is what most people want to see, or you can you still mean Sasha, run, Sasha. I mean Sasha retains. regains rather, or Charlotte retains because they run the injury, you know, sideline story or whatever, and that way Sasha's still protected and Charlotte still has this heel good run. You d- I mean like. In my opinion, I don't think Charlotte should have a short run. I think, you know, if you're a champion, you should at least go a few months with it. She's had it for quite a while. She's had it since uh, Night of Champions last year. No, no, no. Well, I mean, now now that she just recently got it back. Right. From, from Sasha. But I, Sasha only had a, what, a one-month run with the title? Exactly, yeah. And I hate those kind of runs. I feel like it, it's hard to gain credibility. So, I mean, if they, you know, if they keep on tossing it back and forth like this, then it... Makes it, I don't know, I don't really find appeal. It reminds me of what they did with the title back in the the late 90s, early 2000s, when it was changing hands like every five minutes it fell. Exactly, I mean, it went from Jericho to Triple H to Hogan, you know, like, during the, was that, Undisputed title? Yeah, the Undisputed reign. It just, like, jumped back and forth with everybody, so I wasn't a big fan of that. So I'm hoping that, you know, Charlotte gives it credibility, and that way Bailey comes in and she's the big hero. And then... I think that Bailey can dominate, and that brings out a heel Sasha. Because I love Sasha, um, but I feel like she is definitely best utilized as the heel. She knows how to talk. She knows how to piss people off. People love her. That's the problem. Right. Because people love her no matter what, because she's an amazing performer, and she's got a lot of heart. But I feel like she could definitely, you know, she's she's got the heel personality, just like Charlotte. Right. And then let's see here. Let's go on over to... Uh our next topic, uh, Bay Area Sports. It's been a tough today. It was, it was, it was a rough day. day today for, for Bay Area Sports, both the Niners and the Raiders lost. The Raiders significantly by less than the Niners did, but, you know, overall the Niners looked competitive for the most part against a really tough Carolina team. Yeah, let me. I, I just want to bring up a huge play that I thought was super amazing. I mean, like, the good thing about the Niners is the defense – is still stacked, you know, and the defense will keep them in the game. The problem is the offense. The beauty, though, was there was this play where Gabbard threw threw to their tight end, and Quentin Patton, one of their wide receivers, came through on a block, like, basically from the other side of the field, and he gave the tight end 
free field to roam on, and he scored an, a touchdown, bringing them one touchdown away from tying the game. Obviously, Cam Newton came in and just said, nope, that's not how we do things, and took apart the game from there. But I thought that was an amazing show of hope for that the That worked 49ers. out for my fantasy team, though. Exactly. And then for, for the Raiders side of the spectrum, I mean, it was a real close game the whole time. Uh, it came down to two things. Jack Del Rio gambled one too many times. He gambled on a fourth and two uh, at about around the 50-yard line, and that was kind of a sketch call. Uh, he had gambled, and it's been working, but this is the one time it failed, and ultimately it resulted in a turnover on downs and a touchdown for the Falcons. Uh, offense, I don't think the offense, there's any worry. I think this offense is running on all cylinders. Carr is throwing to every freaking receiver, and he is looking like a great quarterback. Defense, on the other hand, not so much. Uh, Sean Smith getting burned on so many plays. I Reminds mean, me of D'Angelo Hall from way back when. Exactly. And he's going, I mean, if you put him against Julio Jones, I mean, he's going to get, Julio Jones is, a, is just an epic player, and he's going to burn you. So, And, and it was shown today. I mean, he, he lost the, the big-time reception. I think it was like 50 yards, and then, of course, the touchdown, and then another guy that didn't help was DJ Hayden. So Has I, he helped at all yet? No, I don't think so. So I think that we need to, you know, come up big with our defense. Something needs to be changed. I mean, we, we definitely need to step it up because our offense is doing its job, but the defense isn't, and that's the problem. All right, now let's shift gears here. This week's big thing that we were going to talk about was uh, Fall TV. starts this Monday. You know, um, it's the most exciting time of the year for us TV watchers out there. So, um, anything you looking forward to? Um, not part. I mean, like I'm, I'm like I told, like I mentioned in the last week, I'm not a super TV watcher. I actually just started watching because I'm super far behind. I just started watching uh, Supergirl. Okay. That you know, like, and uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I think at times it's a little cheesy, but. You know what? I mean, I still, I still like the show. I think it's, I think it's decent. You know, I think that um, Arrow is better and Flash is better, but Flash is probably the best superhero show on all of television right mm -hmm. now. I, I, I do like Flash. I think Flash is pretty, pretty epic. Are you caught up on Flash? Not caught up. I've, I'm only like four or five episodes in. I only... Okay, so you're still starting. You're, in, yeah. you're still in season I binged, one. Okay. I binged the, like, pretty much right after we finished the podcast last okay. week. Okay. Well, just to give... All right, but you're familiar with the source material, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, and, and I mean, it's not so much a spoiler, but Flashpoint. They're doing Flashpoint right. this season. So, I'm really excited to see how Flashpoint turns out and to see how they do a flashpoint in this particular universe which is you know been affectionately dubbed the arrowverse because um you're watching supergirl supergirl does not take place in the arrowverse yes you know so but from what i understand after the after flashpoint occurs you're going to have supergirl uh universe merged into the Arrowverse. Yeah, it's. I think it's. It's kind of weird because I feel like Arrow and Flash have a different kind of feel than than Supergirl. You know, they they don't feel like they're made by 
they, they don't both feel like they're made by like CW and, and so I, I think that would be kind of weird if they if they clash but you know I'm, I'm looking forward to it. just like you know just like you the Justice League movie the and anything like that apparently we have an audience right now and we, we'd like a question what's up man so let them check the mic and let me get the mic so my question is is they're making all these remakes and like spin-offs of comics that have you know been around and you know made an impact in society and question I have is, is like why aren't there people making comics to you know off of that as opposed to just doing spin-offs of ideas that have already happened where are the original ideas at why aren't people doing this and if so and I'm just not not so well versed in the subject please tell me I think that's actually a really good question because um, that reminds me of today I saw a commercial that they're redoing MacGyver. Yes. Um, and they're, I mean, like, they're redoing a whole lot of stuff. And the reason I think this is is because, like, it's just how trends work. They all, like, it goes through, like, uh, it, it recycles, you know? Right. Things, trends and stuff come back. And that's just, you know, how but it is. But the recycling is our wallets. And we're the ones still paying for this. Right. The reason they're still relevant is because we paid to see them. Even. Why don't you tell everybody your name, man? Yo, what's up, everyone out there? My name is Dylan. Uh, if only we were here to be around these awesome, amazing people, then you'd be having as much fun as I am, and I hope you are. The point I'm trying to make is the only reason that people are able to be continue to do these spinoffs, which we all can agree on hopefully you can if not then please turn off whatever form no of don't turn off don't turn anything off people. no <laughs> well, keep well, listening what I'm saying is like the don't listen to Dylan on that one we want to keep listening <laughs> we want to concentrate our network to people so what I'm saying is like the only reason that these spinoffs are able to continue to uh, go on is because we we put money towards them even though we know they're whatever whack like there's few instances where they've taken things and turned it into um, something of value but then that that thing is always drug out to a point where it loses its you know its uh, nutritional content you know what I mean and like, wh where's the new ideas you know what I mean we have these comics and those comics are all based off of things that happened decades ago, where are the new comics and the new ideas to where we're pushing things forward as opposed to just like letting things happen and just saying that's the way it is. So the point I'm trying to make is our, every dollar that you spend is a voting ballot to what you think and to a company's success. So every time you spend money, think about, hey, I'm literally voting for this company's success with my money. You can tell everything you need to know about people by who they spend their time with and where they spend their money. Just think about that. Yeah, that. I mean, that's AJ. A uh, uh, point that I wanted to make, uh, just to go with that, is the reason I feel like these things get recycled is let me. I'm just going to use like let's say um, Spider-Man for example. Oh, Spider-Man's okay. a perfect example. There's about 30 million Spider-Mans, but I'll just use you know. So you know they go with Tobey Maguire. It's going to make a lot of money because Spider-Man, right? Cool guy. Yep. Then all of a sudden, you know, they kill that off, and then they're like, you know, Andrew we're going to bring in Andrew Garfield, 
everyone's going to say, you know what, maybe he'll do a better job than that guy. Well, he was a little bit better in some ways. No, no, I'm, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but the point I'm saying is, like, everyone wants to see. Everyone's curious to know, hey, is this is this guy going to be better? I mean, yeah, I want to know if this guy is going to be my hero. So you go out Hi. and you spend it on. And then that ends, and then all of a sudden... There's this new guy, the kid. Tom Holland. Tom Holland, and then now it's going to be the same thing. And that's why like people keep At least on. Marvel had the decency this time to not treat us like we're idiots it, and uh, subject us to another origin story. Every film. single sequel, you go in with the highest intentions, the highest hopes. How many times have you been like, oh, that was totally like worth the money, this and that? You know, it's very every, rare that a sequel outperforms the original. Every time you go in, you have the highest hopes for it. You're like, oh, maybe this will be better. Right, you know, exactly. I think the last time we had a sequel that really outperformed the original was The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go as far as to say The Dark Knight was the last time that people went into a movie saying, okay, that was better than... Because clearly The Dark Knight was better than Batman Begins. Yeah. You know, Batman Begins was good. The Dark Knight was legendary. Yeah. You know, and then you had The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. which... Wasn't you know, it wasn't that great. You, you, either kind die, of, you either die on top or live long enough to see yourself go to the bottom. Yeah, uh, I believe that the exact quote was, either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, yeah. right. But, um, well, I mean, uh, another bastardized franchise was the X-Men franchise. I mean, mm. what they've done to X-Men is... Uh, God, how do I put oh. this? It, it is a abomination, so to speak, because... You had X-Men 1, which was great. Yeah. X-Men 2, which was great. Hugh Jackman. X-Men 3. X-Men 3. X-Men 3, which was... X-Men 1st Class. Well, then you had X-Men Origins, Wolverine, which, you know... But did you you still go out to the movie theaters and pay to see it on the big screen? uh, Yes, we did. But, you know... do you, have you ever noticed that uh, Hugh Jackman is like way more swole? Yes. You can, like go back and watch like, X Men One. You're like, oh, he's man. gotten younger <laughs> as the rest of us have gotten older. He's, him, Rob Lowe, John Stamos, all these guys have made some really great deals with the devil. If, if you're trying to hide your wrinkles, grow some mutton chops. It works great. Apparently, um, you know. So it's. It's definitely a, you know, then you had, okay, so then you had X-Men Origins, Wolverine, which they sold, un- unexplicably, they sold Deadpool's mouth shut, which, I mean, yes, uh, Peter's back there just going, why did they do that? Yeah, yeah we Wouldn't he just, like, open his mouth, rip the stitches, and then grow them back, like, instantly? Um, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he heals like that. Deadpool heals like that. If he sewed, if they sewed his mouth shut, he could open his mouth, rip the stitches, and he'd heal in, That's like, a point. like, five seconds. That is that is a good point. So you have, uh... So you have X-Men Origins Wolverine. You have, uh... And then you had... Was it X-Men First Class afterwards? I think so, yeah. So then you had X-Men First Class. It should class. be called X-Men Coach. That shit was lame as shit. <laughs> um... So then you had X-Men First Class, All right. and then you had uh, the Wolverine. Hey, but then you Days have uh, new sitcoms like Stranger Things, right? Anyone watch Stranger Things? We, we haven't gotten there yet, man, but, uh, but we'll get with you in a little bit, though. We'll, you, know, <laughs> you know, so, um, so, you have, so you have the pot, you know, you, so you have this, you know, Days of Future Past, 
and then for Future Past, you have Apocalypse. And wasn't there another like Wolverine movie somewhere in the, there? The, there's a third Wolverine. Well, the, uh, well, the third Wolverine is being filmed right now. It's supposed to be based on Old Man Logan. But what about the the one where he was uh, going against um, Bushido? Oh, I, I mentioned that one, Silver Samurai. I mean, uh, Silver Samurai one. Yeah, that was the Wolverine. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that happened before Days of Future Past. That led into Days of Future Past. Right, yeah, okay. Now I'm back on track. Yes, so, yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah. The, the X-Men movie franchise is very confusing, to say the least. I think, um, you know, I think it's time to just basically nuke the entire X-Men franchise and start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Because that's what First Class was intended to do. It was supposed to be start from scratch, because X-Men First Class was pretty good. Your it was done by... Your solution is to add more radiation to the already, like, like mutant X-Gene. I don't think that's necessarily the best way to go about it. People are going to survive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, live podcast people. Uh, uh, so then you have... Um, X-Men First Class was supposed to be a reboot of the X-Men franchise. Right. But then Brian Singer came back after failing with Superman. And... It's like, oh, okay, well, I still want to bring back these characters and play them off of... And it's like, wait, what? No. You just completely just destroyed the timeline here. And now we have to sit through a completely obliterated timeline because Brian Singer couldn't just be like, okay, we're going to recast everyone. And, uh... So, uh... So, you know, it's like, what what now? You know, it's like, okay, why don't we just take this and reboot it all? What do you, I mean, what do you think, man? Uh, I, the problem is, like, I don't know, going through a reboot, I mean, the good thing is, if you do a reboot, then everyone's going to watch it, no matter right. what. But, like, to reboot it again so soon after rebooting it is, like, uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult, you know what I mean? I mean, and, and it's not like... The, the last movies were so bad. Right. You know, it's not like, you know, Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man 2, you know, where that movie was just... You mean Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2. Uh, amazing or Ultimate, it wouldn't matter. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't matter what pre-sequel you give them. But uh, it was it was difficult <laughs> to watch. Yeah. I mean, no matter who tried to get in there, <laughs> it's just it was bad all around. Yeah, no, yeah, Jamie Foxx from being an Oscar winning actor didn't he I, I wish you know I really wanted it to be good and you know what I don't I don't th- think it's necessarily Jamie Foxx's fault I think it was just it was a, the abomination of writing yeah that took place in that movie it was just it was poorly written the idea I mean Gwen Stacy dying had to happen I, I thought yeah. that, that was good they shouldn't have cut the Mary Jane scenes that they had filmed with um, God, what is her name? Um, That's um, Shailene, Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, yeah, Shailene Woodley. And uh, they they should have cut those scenes. They should have left Mary Jane's scenes in, and allowed the natural progression of where Spider Man was gonna go. Because that's the one he cheated on with, right? He cheated. Andrew Garfield, real life, cheated on uh, Emma Stone with Shailene Woodley. I did not know that. Yeah, I think. I, he, that's oh, why we got I, a T. We got a AJ TMZ exclusive. A TMZ exclusive. Now that's why. Um, that's why things started to fall apart because um, the cheating. Is that why she got cut from the film? 
it could it could have been. I don't know um, the the whole insides, but I know that's. What'd you think of the Green Goblin? Toby Maguire knows a lot of insides. It was. It just wasn't too memorable. You know, like the problem is the whole movie was very not Bad. memorable. <laughs> so it, I, it was I it was you. extreme product placing placement for Sony at the time. Yeah. And, but I mean, that was when Sony was really at the. You know, that was right at the beginning of their downfall. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I liked Amazing Spider-Man one, um, but Amazing Spider-Man two, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. Have you seen? Have you seen? Um, uh, what's his name? Um, have you seen? Sorry, Civil War yet? Yeah. Okay. What do you think of Tom Holland's performance as Spider-Man? I thought it was pretty good. I, I was scared at first when I was watching the trailers, um, but then I realized I was judging everything by one line. Hi everyone, you know. And I was like, you know, that's not fair. Anyway, is sure. that what we've become in this day and age as fanboys? Is like we can, we'll, we'll you know, because remember when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman, the absolute hell. That was just dropped on poor Ben. When, uh, rightfully so. Okay, rightfully so because anybody that saw Daredevil, you know, and we talked about this last week. You know, you know, anybody that saw Daredevil. God, Daredevil was terrible. I mean, you know, it, it was a thing, but uh, now that it's over, I mean, like it brought us Evanescence. That's yeah. that's that's all we could take away Wait, from. We, uh, but I, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it happened. It's over. And he moved on to a different project. And I know a lot of people can be worried. It, it's just like, you know, when, like, let's say, for example, a team gets a new head coach. You right. Know? If that head coach just choked away, you know, a three-to-one loss, then they're going to be super nervous, right? Right. But he'll come in, and it's a different situation, different team, different... Uh, different staff, different whatever. Same situation here with Ben Affleck, where the writing's completely different. We have a different plot, different heroes, and you know a whole bunch of things. Right, right. And um, you know, I, I think that where we're gonna go from here going forward is just you know, I, I look, I like this new Spider-Man. I, I don't know how I feel about Aunt May. I mean, I know how I feel about Aunt May. You just don't want to let it out. Yeah, I mean, it's Aunt May. Is Aunt May shouldn't be hot, man. Let me just put it out there. Aunt May where's, should where's not Aunt be May's, hot. Where's Tobey Maguire's Aunt May? Uh, we, we okay, gotta... we don't need to go back to Tobey Maguire's <laughs> Aunt May. We don't need, we don't need old-ass Rose throwing the heart of the ocean into the, at the end of the movie, Titanic old-ass Aunt May. Uh, I, I'll take Sally Field's Aunt May. Mm-hmm. But Marissa Tomei is... Way too good looking to be Aunt May. Like, like. Well, that was one of the best parts of the Civil War, or like I thought that was one of the best kicker jokes. Is you know how everybody wanted to smash on Aunt May. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you, know, you had Tony come in there and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> why didn't you tell me your aunt was hot?" I mean, like yeah. you know that was one of the kicker jokes because you know everyone thinks that Aunt May is you know this old, old woman, old baby. But you know, realistically, Peter is a young. Kid, he's supposed to be like in high school, going towards college, and I mean, like, so his aunt doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, an old fart. So true. It's, so it's. I don't think it's necessarily bad, um, and I think, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be really weird. But there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna have a crush 
on Aunt May, you know? Right. There's going to be some people who have more of a crush on Aunt May than uh, MJ, you know? There's going to be, be a lot more people Zendaya. that have a crush on Aunt May than on Scarlett Johansson or... Um, wait, she's the only woman left now, huh? A pro tip, I'm... Uh, Oh wait, no. Never we really got we got, we got Scarlet. We got Scarlet Witch too. We got we got. Uh, oh yeah, the Olsen. Yeah. You know, she's um, pretty. Yeah, she is very pretty. Um, Glad to see an Olsen is still doing some work out there. It is. It is nice and refreshing. You know. Um, do, have, have we talked about Fuller House? No, I actually, I actually, I think I've only seen one episode. The the do you saw the pilot? Yeah, I think. How so. How about that shade they throw towards the Olsen yeah. in that pilot episode? That shade was some serious shade. If you haven't seen it or don't know what we're talking about and you're a fan of the rebooted Full House called Fuller House, available on Netflix, go and watch it because the Olsen twins didn't want to reprise their role as Michelle. And like midway through the episode, the whole cast just deadpans the camera and just throws hard shade at the Olsen twins. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad, too, because, like, I, I mean, like, you know, as... I can get where they're coming from because you don't want to always be seen, you know, as Michelle. As Michelle, but at the same time, I mean, that's a good amount of money, you know. That's, you know, it's hard to turn down that money, but you know. So I if guess, you're the showrunner, what do you do? Do you recast Michelle at this point? No, I don't think so. I, I think it's fine to just stick. Can you have a Full House series without Michelle showing up? I think, ever. I mean, like. I don't know. I was, you know, when I watched Full House, I was always an Uncle Jesse guy. Everybody's an Uncle you know? Jesse guy. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, to me, it, it doesn't bother me super much. I know she was the cute factor, but the difference of being, like, you know, of her being older now is, like, I don't know. The cute factor is definitely going to be gone, and I mean... I mean, maybe if they tell them that they, that they have food there, they might show up. Yeah, right. Because they're really skinny. They are really skinny. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think so. I or think do you? They, do, or do you throw a bunch of money at Elizabeth and hope that she takes the role? I don't even think that. I mean, like I still keep pushing for them. You know, if if you're gonna recap, if you're gonna keep that that character, you might as well just keep pushing them. Just be like, hey, look, you can see the ratings, you can see the money. You know, come back. It's you not about see, money for them. Though. You can see the. It's people. not about you know how much they're worth, right? Yeah, exactly. They're but like I mean, like billionaires. You can even say like you know. This is how much the people want you back, you know? Right. Like, yes, there's going to be some criticism, criticism, but who cares, you know? Like, you've dealt with this your whole life. I mean, right. like, give the people what they want, because you'll be happy again, you know? And so, I, I think that they should just, you know, keep on pushing them. And, um, let's see here, what else we got going on? So, we were going back to, you were talking about, um... MacGyver being rebooted. Yep. So, are you looking? What did you think of the trailer or the the, the preview? Uh, I actually just saw the commercial on uh, during the Raider game. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I saw, I mean, you know, it, it looks like MacGyver. So, I mean, like, I, I guess I'll test it out. But I didn't, I didn't see anything that was like, whoa, you know, like nothing out, outstanding. But right, I can't necessarily judge anything by a trailer anymore. No, it's it's too hard to, these days to, to try. Um, here are the things that I'm definitely looking forward to this this year. I'm looking forward to um, for new shows. Twenty four, twenty four is called Twenty Four Legacy. Um, 
no Kiefer Sutherland this time around. He's still an executive producer, but he's no longer... Jack Bauer's no longer in the show. Um, it's going to be... It's going to be a new character uh, played by the gentleman who played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Okay, all right. So, and he's like a former um, military man who comes home and has a bad day. Dude, uh, huge, huge sidebar. Uh, my dad actually met Keeper Sutherland at a bar in San Francisco. Nice. Yeah, um, and they, uh, they had drinks, and then some guy tried to take on my dad. My dad was going to beat him up and Kiefer Sutherland stopped my dad from fighting him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That Okay. Shouts out to Kiefer Sutherland for keeping AJ's dad <laughs> out of handcuffs. Um, let's see. So I'm definitely uh, speaking to Kiefer Sutherland. He's got a new show that looks pretty promising on ABC called Designated Survivor. Uh, the plot is basically whenever there's a State of the Union address and all the members of the cabinet, of the president's cabinet, are in one place at one time, one member is kept right. at an undisclosed location just in the event that something happens. Well, something happens, um, the president and all the members of, of Congress and the Senate are killed in some, I believe it's an explosion of some sort, and Keith Sutherland's... Is. And Keith Sutherland's character now becomes president of the United States. And, um, you know, we're going to see what's going to go on from there. That looks promising. Um, it does. I, 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 That's one of the few shows I actually know about. And I am very interested to see that. Because, you know, I mean, I'm... It's an interesting... Co- and, you know, talking guessing, about what we were talking about earlier. It's a original idea. Yeah. And he doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like he's playing as, like, some government official that's the guy. It seems like he's just kind of, like... A regular guy. A regular average Joe, and now he's got this full responsibility, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, obviously a country in, in that's worried. So right. I think it's definitely... It's got a great concept, so I'm, I'm excited. You know, it definitely looks good. Um, what else looks good? Um... We have Luke Cage dropping on Netflix next month. That looks good. Um, We have... um, I don't know if we're going to call Supergirl Season 2, because it's going to a new network. It's going to the CW. So, I mean, obviously some things will change with the series, but we won't know for sure what that is until later. Right. Um... Let's see, over on NBC, we have uh, This Is Us, which I keep hearing a lot about. It's supposed to be like a real tearjerker type show. You know, it's for ladies. Ladies. We got a show for you. The tearjerker shows, man, that's that's how they get you. You know, the best part is, you know, when like your, your lady's like, Oh, watch this with me. And then you watch it, and then, like, you're crying more than your lady. I wouldn't know what that feels like. (laughs) I can tell you, man. It's good to be sensitive, man. The last time I cried at a TV show, it was when Jax Teller went on his final ride in Sons of Anarchy. I I couldn't tell you the last time I cried for for a TV show. The movie has probably been more recent, although I can't What movie did you cry at, AJ? I really inquiring minds want to know our listening audience wants to know movie that I last cried at um I think the last movie that I cried at was probably Gone Girl 
And it's not because it's sad. It's not because it's just like... You cried because you had to see Ben Affleck's wang, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. No, it was just... That's what I thought. It was just so, like... It was such a, like a, such a good movie. And it was... I have just, not seen Gone Girl yet. It is have. on my it is on my list of things to see. I have not seen it yet. It's intense. It's very intense. Uh, you'll definitely be uh, a little stressed out when you watched it, but you know I think that it's a great movie to watch. I I, I went in there and I was annoyed the whole movie. Right. Um, and that's what the movie wants. And be, you know like and I I fell for it hard. And like the whole movie, you're just on anticipation, on edge the whole time because you're trying to figure out why um, why or how somebody died and then all of a sudden things reveal itself slowly but surely and you're just like you're just on the edge of your seat all I know about that movie is like you had to see Ben Affleck's wang and you know I'm like I'm cool off of that you do why do you sound so excited about that man because it's not bad Hi, my name is Dr. Phil. I'm sitting here with uh, AJ. AJ, um, let's talk about your fascination with Ben Affleck's Wangus. I mean, like, you can either you can either like be super like, oh man, oh that's 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 gross, or you can just be a normal human being and not be afraid of it. So, I mean, like, good for him if he wants to go out and put it out there. I mean, like Angelina Jolie gets naked all the time. I mean, Reese Witherspoon got naked in movies. I mean, Giggity. like. The dude can do. I mean, like, there's no problem for a dude doing it too. You know. What Look I'm at you. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. I mean, you, I was raised you. in the Bay Area. I mean, <laughs> if you don't think like that, then you're an idiot. This is true. This is very true. Um, well, I shouldn't say an idiot. I should say that uh, people. Will you're, hate misinformed. Me. you're misinformed. You're yeah. misinformed. <laughs> um, let's see. Other new show I'm looking forward to. Uh, Lethal Weapon on Fox. Oh yeah, Lethal Weapon. You got Damon Wayans and Chase Crawford. Uh, playing the roles of Murtaugh and Riggs. Who is Chase Crawford? I don't know who that is. Um, he was in Things. Uh, which Things? Yeah, those Which are, Things is a good mother. question. Uh, <laughs> my mother. Uh, let's see here. Chase Crawford is... Well, t- regale the people with the story while I look up who Chase Crawford is. Shoot, I, I couldn't even... I, like I said, I've only seen the trailer, so I don't really know, but... Uh, I guess what are they cops? <laughs> you gotta tell me, Serge. I'm not. I'm not too good uh, knowledgeable on this. Uh, okay. That that's Chase Crawford. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who he is. He always plays some yeah, young no, stud dude. Can, we can go wherever. Let's see. Here he was in. Um, uh, let's see. Here he was in Undrafted. He did TV mostly. Gossip Girl. Oh, that's okay. XOXO Gossip Girl. Yeah. I knew you saw Gossip Girl. That seems like your type of show. I've watched the whole thing, man. Did you really? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge you, brother. That's not my place to judge you right now. Our uh, listening audience, on the other hand. uh, I am definitely judging over here. Oh, oh, we got my man judging over here. The the reason I checked out that show was because the Green Lantern movie came out. Not good, but she was. I was like, man. I guess now we gotta talk about the Green Lantern movie (laughs) I was like she's hella pretty And then my sister was watching it I was like hey is that the chick from Green Lantern She's like yeah And so I just She binge watched the whole show And I just sat there and watched the whole show That's what happened Your sister pretty too Was that Your sister pretty too Uh I mean It depends on if she's mad or not (laughs) 
This is not the dating game, ladies and gentlemen. We will, we will, we will host the dating game at a later time here at NorCal Lights. So if you want to be on the dating game, come on down to NorCal Lights. Exactly. We'll put up three doors and then like be like, check out contestant Peter, number one. Peter, Peter will set it up for us. Oh, yeah, I got you good. Yeah. Peter um, will be behind door number four. Yeah. No, Peter's not Not if Peter wants to be. Yeah, that's uh, me strangled the fucking yeah, 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 no, his, his girl will kill him. Bloody, like like it'll be bloody, like we just no, well no we we are, we promote nonviolence here at NorCal Lights and as and Pulse Podcast does not condone violence in any way, shape, or form. Now back to Green Lantern the movie, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, where do we start with this? I think I'll resume my uh, Spider-Man talk here. <laughs> I don't think it's Ryan Reynolds' fault. I think that the writer... Ryan Reynolds was not a great choice for Hal Jordan. Who would you have uh, selected? I, if I had to pick a live-action Hal Jordan, I would have went with um, Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. He would have been a good choice. Um, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to, to see Jon Stewart. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wanted to see a Jon Stewart Green Lantern. I think we're going to get a John Stewart Green Lantern in the Green Lantern horror movie. You know, honestly, the dude who plays uh, the voice actor for the Green Lantern, um, John Stewart, he looks like he could be John Stewart. You just throw some contacts in him, but he looks like the young John Stewart, not the not the one from like Unlimited, uh, but like from TV show where he had right. like the flat top. Right? I mean, he looked like he could he could play him. Fun fact: Do you know who the voice of? Shredder was in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Oh, that was um, uh, Uncle Phil. Yes, it was. It was Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. James yeah. Avery was the voice of Shredder. Press please. And do you know who played Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze? Mm-hmm. That would be none other than Kevin Nash, who will be starring a lot in Ricky Borba's movie coming out soon to a theater near you. There we go. I'm excited for that. Do we do we get to do like the, the um, you know like the first release? We get to maybe see. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I no, absolutely. Ricky, you know that this is going to happen, right? He's not here to answer, but I'm going to answer for him. You know, Ricky. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, uh, you ask you ask Ricky the questions. All right, Ricky, check this out. Opening weekend. Yeah. I think that we need to be in there, and. We have seats next to Kevin Nash. Okay. There it is. That's all I, that's all I needed. I all right, need Ricky. I know you're busy, man. We'll see you later, bro. All right. So, uh, so um, man, let's see here. What a great guy. I'm he, so glad, Ricky. He's Ricky. so cool, man. I, I was so happy he could stop in real quick. Uh, uh, he's out, man. Um, we're losing our uh, We're losing our audience, but that's okay. Nah, I just need a snack. Oh, they just need a snack. Bring me a burrito, man. Um <laughs> Oh man, my man just walked in here. He got his tie dye shirt on with cornholio on it. That is the coolest shirt I have ever seen. That is that is a, that is an awesome shirt. Uh, so uh, let's see here. Um, James Bond is a por- reportedly being recast. Uh, okay. Who would you yeah, it's pick? About, it's about time. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Are we going? What do you think, a young stud? Back in twenty. I think that I think that uh, young, st- I, again, I, and I, I, just, I know I just brought his name up, but I mean, 
he's a good name to bring up again. Idris Elba would make an amazing freaking James Bond. Like, who said James Bond can't be black? Yeah. You know, like... George Washington. Um... <laughs> there we go. Damn. I can't even with that one right <laughs> no there. counter, man. That, that's, 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 I mean, uh, wow. <laughs> live, people, this is live. This is what happens when we live. Um, so, uh, Edris Alba, what do you think? Yeah, I think that would be, that'd be really cool. You know what I do think that they're going to do, though, is that they're going to get some young, some young white person... Uh, this is who I'm thinking, even though he's I a don't, young white person. This is who this is who I'm thinking, uh, even though I don't want it to ha- uh, necessarily be him. But um, that the guy who uh, who's who's the the wolf dude from Twilight? Uh, Robert Pattinson. No, no, that's that's the vampire. oh Jacob. Uh, was it Jacob or what's his name? Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yes. I feel like they're gonna cast someone like him. No, they're gonna have to cast a British guy. You can't make... I don't know, man. You I can make like a British... Here's the thing. You can make a British guy an American superhero, but you can't make an American a British superhero. Yeah. Because Americans can't do British accents to save their lives. But they might just change it up, you know? Just like, all right, here's the flip of the switch. I don't, I, they did They did female Ghostbusters, man. Don't doubt. <laughs> he said they did female <laughs> Ghostbusters. Let's talk about the female Ghostbusters, then. Um, I got. I got to be honest to you. I, I haven't watched it. I was too scared. I watched it twice. So in theaters that I paid for. So it was good. I thought it was really good, actually. Really, I, I thought that it was. I thought it was really well done. I think the standout performer in that movie was Leslie Jones mm-hmm. and Katie McKinnon. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that good. those two. But Leslie Jones in particular, who caught an awful lot of shit for, for just being black, apparently. Yeah. You know, because, you know, Trump's America, uh, you know, let's talk, you know, I mean, I guess I got to mention Orange Hitler for a second. Um, you know. Hey, shouts out to him on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. like all the comments. Oh, man, I'm never going to watch your show again, Jimmy Fallon. You have Donald Trump on there. Like okay, well he had Hillary Clinton on there too, so yeah. It's like, is everyone just gonna stop watching his show because he has both candidates on there? I mean, like, who cares, people? You know, like it's his right. job to talk to famous people. You know, I mean, that's it's his job. Okay? Yeah, like, but what they did to Leslie Jones after after Ghostbusters was released was just really sad. Like they were sending her yeah. pictures of her like. Like as an ape, they they were sending pictures of Ombre and saying it was her. Oh, you uh, mean uh, Harambe? Harambe, our, whatever our his name friend. is. Yeah. Hey man, he took a shot for you, so you gotta make sure you know what his name is. Peace out, brother. <laughs> um, only in America where we care more about a, a a gorilla getting killed than a kid getting killed. Yeah, he was a great loss. You know, it's like Harambe dies, everybody's up in arms. <laughs> Trayvon Martin gets shot. People are like, oh yeah, just another black guy. <laughs> he was he was he was uh. Pulse podcast is not a political podcast, so yeah. we are not. We're going to move away from this. Yeah, um, exactly. No, but uh, Ghostbusters was actually really good. I thought. I, I thought that it was. It caught a lot of shit unnecessarily. Uh, Paul Feige, who directed Ghostbusters, 
also directed some really amazing movies, and he should have been given the benefit of the doubt that he was going to make a good movie based on his track record of making movies. Yeah. Um, have you seen Spy? No, I have not. Okay, Spy is probably one of the single funniest films that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. God, it? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Like, it, like I would tell anybody. Oh, okay. I know what movie that is. I just haven't. You seen have it. to see Spy, dude. It is. Yeah. It is hands down one of the single funniest films that I've ever seen. Like, I, I watched. I went into it with really low expectations and went away going, "God, please make a sequel to this." Yeah. Like, it, Melissa McCarthy is so ridiculously good in it, and she shows that she could. She has range. And, yeah. Um, and then let's see here what else we got. We got um, Bridesmaids. He did Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. He did um, The Heat with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. You know, so he does all these movies that are really good. So by happenstance, you would say, hey, this movie probably would be pretty good if we give him a chance. But people were so up in arms because... It's Ghostbusters, and they thought that that nobody could do a Ghostbusters but the original cast. And I'm like, okay, the original cast are all collecting Social Security checks at this point. Yeah. You know, all, all but one of them who has passed away, rest in peace, Harold Ramis. Um, they honored the original while still doing a really great movie. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, go watch it. Go rent it. It's definitely worth a view. Um, you know... It's a funny movie. So, you know, just go watch it, man. Just don't be afraid of it. Go watch it. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. It's just, I've never necessarily been a super, super Ghostbusters guy. And so, like, hearing Ghostbusters fans freak out, I was like, okay, I'm I'm a little turned off. But if you say, you know, it's... Here's the problem with, with society today is everybody stands behind a keyboard and thinks that their opinion matters. Right, exactly. Granted, I'm standing behind a microphone thinking that my opinion matters, but, you know, it does. So, yeah, exactly. you know, um, That's how it is. That's that's how it is. I host a podcast, so yeah. right now my opinion matters. We have microphones, so exactly. I mean, that's the difference. Now, we paid the extra now if you want to have a philosophical debate about, about Ghostbusters and why you think that, and you've seen the movie, and you want to tell me why you think the movie was so bad, then I will happily sit down and, you, and debate anybody about that. So, uh... Um, Jumpman2330 underscore 32 at yahoo.com if you got problems about that. Yeah, XX Gara fan XX, we calling you out. Yeah. So, like, you could stand behind a keyboard and be a keyboard commando, and at the end of the day, your opinion mounts to nothing. Exactly. Um, so, back to Green Lantern, which we completely tangented off of. Um, Ryan Reynolds good actor, wrong person to play Hal Jordan, or at least I thought that his portrayal of Hal Jordan wasn't exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated what they did with the suit. He should have had a physical suit. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see where it was going to go because they at least promote. They at least started on the Sinestro storyline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, the yellow ring. And um... I would have liked to have seen at least maybe one more movie, you know, and just see where the Sinestro story was going to go. Because 
first of all, the guy that plays Sinestro is really great. Uh, yeah. He he was actually one of my favorite act, one of the one of my favorite actors in one of my favorite movies of last year, which was uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? I haven't seen. Oh it. Oh my God, AJ! Dude, I told you, man. I'm I'm really terrible on movies. I just watch a lot of sports and a lot of anime, man. So I'm gonna have to beat you over the head with a damn microphone, dude. That's and that's you know what? Is, you know what? Actually, here, hand the microphone to Peter. Peter, come here. You're gonna get down on this. Come here, because I know Peter's seen this movie. Because Peter was over there shaking his head like, yes, it's on, brother. No, for sure. Okay, so what did you think of the Kingsman Secret Service? Uh, I, thought, I thought it was really, really good. Um, it, uh, it it really uh, surprised me what, what happens to the main character. Yes! Oh, I, after uh, the church? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I, I, and I have to show you that scene, by the way. I, I, I'm gonna, I if that. I'm going to show you one scene from that movie, that's going to be the scene I'm going to show you. Because that is... Would you say that's probably the most violent scene in a movie? Oh yeah, that was that was, that was up there. That was definitely up there. Like it, it, it I did not see that coming. No, it, you don't see one. You don't see yeah. it coming. And two, like the only other movie that I can think of that rivals the sheer violence of that scene, Django Unchained. Have you seen Django Unchained? Yeah, yeah. The shootout at the end of Django, mm. in the in the in the uh, when after they kill uh, Monsieur Candy. Oh okay. When, yeah, when, was, when he's just bad, like yeah. slaughtering a whole lot of them, yeah, 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 and you just see just blood everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, like first of all, that that movie surprised the living hell. I did not think that movie was going to be as good as it, it was done by the same guy that did the Kick-Ass movies. I really like those, and Kick-Ass movies were good. Yeah, um, but it was just a. The storyline was great too. Like it, it, it had a really great storyline, and it's an original story too. Oh, like yeah, the, the, the you know going awesome. back to the what our buddy Dylan was raving on about earlier, you know, about original ideas. Kingsman: The Secret Service was an original idea, and um, and it was really well done. They're doing a sequel, and oh, that's sweet. and the that's rumor sweet. is that the character that you and I are discussing yeah. may not have met the fate that we initially believed. Oh, shit. So that's that's going to be very interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, Uh, Samuel Jackson playing. uh, I want to say he was playing a version of Mark Zuckerberg, maybe. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) you know, and he had a little lift. Yeah, I don't know why he was talking like this, you know, but he was he was talking like uh, it worked. It worked. It worked. (laughs) It worked. And the chick in that movie. The, the with the with the prosthetic legs. Oh yeah, she was savage. Yeah, she was savage, and she was she was pretty good looking too. <laughs> I, I really she also it. was in Star Trek Beyond. Oh okay. So, um, but I, I, what's your favorite I, comic book movie, man? Me, I mean, I like all the uh, the DC animated movies, honestly. Oh yes, like, yes. Uh, Have you seen the DC animated movies? Yeah, but I haven't. I've still missed out on a. Uh, was it Killing Joke just came out, right? Oh, I haven't watched. Okay. I haven't watched that. I have, Killing yeah, Joke. I okay, let me let me say both. Have you both read the source material? Yeah, yeah. you both you both read. Okay, they add a whole prelogue of Batgirl story to this movie to make it to make it a feature length because the the, the original uh, graphic novel is really short, mm-hmm. so they couldn't make a full length feature film based off of just that. So because of that, it changes some aspects of the story just a little bit. But overall, they kept the spirit of the original film. And I mean, you have Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill doing 
Batman and Joker, yeah. which is perfect. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know why it needed to be rated R. I think, uh, and here's a mini spoiler, sorry, but this is probably how it got its rated R movie. Batman and Batgirl have sex. I, I made it up to that that point in the in the movie, and then I kind of fell asleep. But really you don't see anything. <laughs> like there's nothing shown. Oh, yeah. Like you see her bra. That deserved an R rating. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just, I thought personally, I thought uh, the Dark Knight Returns was a much more violent film mm. than the Killing Joke ended up being, in my personal yeah. opinion. Uh, the. One, the, the son of Batman was pretty violent too. Son of Batman was hell violent. I was yeah. like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, new new uh, casting notice. Uh, Joe Man, Mag- how do you pronounce his like Mantiliego or something like that? No clue. Cast as Slade Wilson, aka Deathstroke, oh, oh. in Justice League. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's or the standalone Batman film. That was who was rumored to be cast, and it was confirmed this week. So that that's awesome. That that's some, that's, that's good a good too. that's a Heck good yeah, piece man. of casting. Slade um, is tight. Slade is tight, as long as they do him correctly. Yeah, because the originally Slade is supposed to be the guy that can basically um, beat the entire Justice League. He's that smart. He's that yeah, uh, much of a tactician. Well, I think that um, like um, the guy who played him in the cartoon series, Ron Perlman, dude. Like, <laughs> Ron Perlman's awesome. Dude, Ron Perlman. I think still because Slade is an older dude, you know he's not yeah. necessarily like a young stud. But you got to remember though, this is a lot of these characters that are taking place from Justice League are based off of their New Fifty Two versions, mm-hmm. and in the New Fifty Two continuity, um, Slade is much younger. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, like obviously it's still still okay. But I like like I said, his voice as as you know, Slade in Teen Titans, I thought was you know on point. I thought it was very like yeah. very good amount of like you know he was a badass and like this big personality. But at the same time, you know like when he had to turn and he had to be he you know he had to help them out. Then all of a sudden he still seemed you know he still seemed eerie, but like he helped out even though. So I felt like Ron Perlman was a great actor for it. And like if they did you know like his normal self where he's an older dude. I think he'd still be alright. No, I completely agree. And um, how far are you in Arrow? Not far at all. I, I watch Arrow in chunks, so I like I'm jumping all Arrow's over the good. place. Okay, so have you seen uh, their version of Deathstroke on yeah. Arrow? Pretty good, wasn't uh, yeah, it? Yeah, I, 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 I like, thought I like that. Yeah, I thought yeah, that Deathstroke was, was fantastic. Cool. It was cool. Um, Manu Bennett plays Deathstroke. You'll find out soon. I don't know if you've gotten to meet Deathstroke yet. Mm-mm. Okay, Manu Bennett plays Deathstroke in Arrow. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really, really good, and um, and since since you're a little bit behind, are you, you're pretty much caught up on on the DC shows? Uh, yeah, uh, Arrow. I think I'm a couple episodes down, but I'm okay. Uh, what about Flash? Flash, yeah, I'm all okay. What do you think about um, Flashpoint? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be, gonna be good. Like, I, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I just know uh, this, this season was pretty uh, pretty crazy. Yes. Um, like there was a lot that went down to this season, and uh, as I was mentioning to to AJ, you know, the Flashpoint is going to be what's going to end up bringing Supergirl ultimately into the Arrowverse. You see, I haven't watched uh, Supergirl yet. Really? I watched like maybe one episode. You know, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Okay. So check this out. This is probably going to be the coolest 
four hours of television that are going to exist this fall uh, later this fall when they do which is I don't think it's ever been done on television before a four series crossover damn and it's going to be Supergirl Arrow Flash and um, Legends of Tomorrow all crossing over for a four episode um, thing over each series Dang. That's really gonna suck for uh, if you uh, miss one episode, you're just gonna be like, "Oh, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go. You might get a little lost. Yeah, like what is going on here? And but, I mean, because it's amazing that we're getting we're getting Superman on Supergirl this year. He's gonna oh, be damn. played by Tyler Hodgson from. Um, he's gonna be played by Tyler Hodgson from uh, from Teen Wolf, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So, you have a so you have a Superman, you have Supergirl, you have Green Arrow, Flash, you have um, who else do we have? And, you know, you have the the other. You got the Legends of Tomorrow, Legends of Tomorrow, right? which you know, you, you don't really. What I'm hoping that we get though in this, please, please let me get this. I would like to see. Ray Palmer, a.k.a. Adam, played by Brandon Routh. Okay. Come face-to-face with Tyler Hodge and Superman. That'd be interesting. Because yeah. Brandon Routh played Superman. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> he was in Superman Returns. He was Superman in Superman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. So, have them come face-to-face. I bet that there's some interesting little dialogue there. Yeah. You know, and... Um, I think, though, that what DC is doing with television is what... They should have done with their film franchise. Yeah, they're, because their television series are way better than their film. And they're movie. and they're um and their animated is just okay. heads and tails uh, the I'm, best I'm all, thing. I'm all about the animated. Which one's series. the best one you think? Ah, uh, damn. Um, I really liked the was it Green Lantern First Flight. Uh, that was good. Um, the Son of Batman was all the all three of those. Uh, yeah, Son of Batman was really yeah. good. Uh, Red 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 Hood. Okay. I personally Red Hood. Yeah, Red Hood. Yeah. Good. Okay, here's something I'd like to ask you, and I don't know if you're in a, it, Young Justice. Oh, oh, Young Justice. Did you bad. see Young Justice? I've only seen a little bit. Okay, then I'm gonna talk. Bad. I'm gonna talk to Peter about Young Justice. Young Justice, is it not the biggest travesty in history that that show was canceled? Oh, my God. And they put on the other, the, the Teen Titans Go. The, the Teen Go, Titans like, Go. On, they replaced what is hands down probably the greatest animated series that has ever been produced for television. It was, it was, it was up there. It was definitely up and there. That, that and Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, those two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, you saw Justice League Unlimited. Course, yeah. Okay. Basically... Justice League, I mean, um, Young Justice was essentially everything we wished that Justice League Unlimited was. Mm-hmm. It had every bit, it, it had the best storylines, yep. and it had um, the greatest character development that you would ever see on, a, on an animated series. It had, it grabs you. Like, mm-hmm. once you've gotten into it, like, like, you need to go to Netflix and... Oh, yeah. You yeah, will, yeah, and I guarantee you, you will sit down and you will. Sit, like Peter probably backed me up on this. You will sit down to binge it. You'll get five episodes in, and you will be hooked, and you will rip through both yeah, seasons. I, I, and you I will sit there, twice, yeah. and you will be sitting there after season, at the end of season two, going, 
what? <laughs> Hell no. You need to come back and do another. And yeah. they've been trying to get people to binge it on Netflix so that Netflix will go to Warner Brothers and pick it up for a third season. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, because you, you said that Teen Titans Go took over, right? Yes. And I mean, like, my the, the big problem here is, like, you know, you talk, you guys talk about how it has an amazing story and all that. The problem is that Teen Titans Go is so marketable, even oh, like yeah. that, as, as much is, as yeah. like you know story and whatever. I mean, like it's nowhere near as good as the old Teen Titans, you know, yeah. that I grew up with in like middle school. Oh, but like, oh, yeah. it's so marketable to like the kids, and it's like the ratings are like so off the charts that it's it's hard to argue for. The, for like Cartoon Network, you know, even though like, God, you know, it might be the greatest show. It's like, even if it's not the greatest show, if it brings in the people, brings in the cash, and that's the name yeah. of the game. Do you know why Young Justice was canceled? Ooh, no. Because the toys didn't sell. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why Young Justice was canceled because the toys didn't sell. Oh, if the toys would have sold, we'd still be watching Young Justice today, going, "Damn, this is a good series." Drop the mic right now. No way. Yeah, that's that's why that's why it was that's why it was canceled. So, you know, you need to go watch Young Justice yeah. so that you can so that you can be like, "Oh my goodness!" And because I guarantee you, you're gonna get to the end of season two and go on and and just be like, "Why isn't there more of this? Yeah. Why isn't there more was, of this?" It was such a good there, show, especially because they left it on a cliffhanger. They left it on a huge cliffhanger, and you're just like, "What? Yeah. That that re- really?" Another good show that was on um, Cartoon Network that got canceled prematurely, I thought was was um, the reboot of Thundercats. I didn't even oh, get around. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty good. I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked the reboot of Thundercats. I thought it was a little darker, but it was still really good. Yeah. Um. So, like, you have, but I think my favorite, though, going back to the to the DC animated universe, my favorite one was, I want to say Doom. Oh, okay. Doom was really good mm-hmm. because it was based off of the Tower of Babel storyline, where Batman's uh, contingency plans for all of the Justice League members got into the wrong hands, yeah. and they ended up getting taken down because of Batman and. It was it was brilliantly done, brilliantly written, um, and I enjoyed watching you know that whole you know, especially at the end when you know uh, when Batman when they're like you know we got to talk about this and Batman's like no we don't he's like I would do it again right he's like bitch I'd do it again you know and he's just like he was so obstinate about it he's just like no he's like. He's like, if you didn't think you guys needed to be checked, then there's something seriously wrong with you. And then as he's walking, he's like, I don't need to see if, if I'm getting kicked out. I'm leaving. And he just like, he's like heading out and Superman goes, he's like, you know, through all of that, you didn't think of something to stop you. And he just looks at Superman and goes, that's what I have you for. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you know, it's part of the reason why I do, you know, even though I'm a big Superman fan, why I love Batman so much because he's so complex in that regard. You know, that he's just like, oh, you know, I could do this or I could do that. And he's just, you know, beast mode in it. He's a dick. He's a dick. <laughs> he's, a, he's definitely a dick. And, um, you know, I mean, you'd be a dick too if your parents were killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you were rich. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, because if Batman wasn't rich, he'd just be like Bruce, the crazy orphan. 
you know, he, he would, you know, he'd be, he wouldn't be Batman, he'd just be Bruce the Crazy Orphan, you know, whose mom's last, whose mom's name was the same as Superman's mom's last, um, first name. <laughs> Shouts out to Batman versus Superman. Oh, my God. Yeah, Martha. You know, <laughs> All right. Martha. All right. I, I got one for you. Uh, What's up? Did you see, uh, what was it, uh. Avengers Assemble, I think the the first the first uh, the cartoon series. Yeah, the cartoon. Yes, series. that was a good cartoon series. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, that had a badass intro theme music. The theme music to that, uh, to I don't the even remember it. Uh, Ooh. to Avengers Assemble. Let me see if I can bring it up on my phone here. It's 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 uh, pretty sure it was Avengers Assemble. I know they got it. They they. They opted out for the the newer Earth Mightiest too. Heroes. It yeah, was, yeah. Oh, okay, that was the one. Yeah, it was Avengers. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, that that went through like all the characters. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, like it had. Um, let's see here. Let's see. If, please don't make me do a, a an ad, but I bet you will because. Well, you know it. Yeah, here we go. Here. Oh, there it is. I got it I don't, I don't know who it is, but, but like I could jam to that. All right, let's hear the new one now. What's the, what's the new one? Uh, the, was it? That's that's Avengers Assembled, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's see what the, what what they went with. Let's see here. really sucks that they cancel all these good shows even the Silver Surfer show uh, cartoon was really good yeah that Galactus thing it had you know that guy was just tearing up planets yeah you know, right you know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Galactus was like yeah alright oh wait this is a commercial heck yeah I don't think we got a yeah, I don't think there's an intro for it. Because it just keeps it keeps showing me Earth uh, Mighty's Heroes intro. How are you gotcha. supposed to get into it, you know? Like, I feel like, you know, anytime, whenever I'd hear the... When there's trouble, you know yeah. who to call. I mean, like, you're automatically, like, you get hyped, right? I mean, oh, like, yeah. when you hear these intros, you know, you want to be hyped. If you don't have an intro, then it's just like... You yeah. know, I mean, like, it, it could have great writing and whatever, but, like... You definitely get hyped when you hear the intro. It's just like if you come out to an entrance theme, right? Whether it's wrestling or baseball or whatever, you can feel the hype when you hear oh, your yeah. song on. And that's how, you know, like if you don't have an intro song, it's like you can't, the hype isn't quite as there as if you have something catchy, something popping. Oh, it totally makes sense. Right. So, uh, you know, so uh, what else should we talk about, AJ? Uh, have you been playing anything lately? 
you know, I just started this new game that, that dropped into the App Store, and I believe it's also available on uh, Android. It's called Animation Throwdown. Oh, dude, I just downloaded that. I played the tutorial. That's about it. But it was it was cool from what I played. It's fun. Yeah. Kind of. It kind of has like. Um, kind of has like you know the card game you know like Yu-Gi-Oh Magic kind of feel yeah. to it. But like at the same time, it's it's a little different. And you know, I, and of course you know like you you'll love all the characters if you like Family Guy or Bob right. Burgers, right? Or, you know, American Futurama, thing like that. Yeah. Did you take the cards and you combine them for other things? Yeah. So, I mean, like, from, from what I played, I thought it was fun. And I think the tutorial, I thought the tutorial was humorous, mm-hmm. you know, where he's like, oh, man, you hit my card so hard that you killed me. Oh, no. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm not dead. You know, I was like, oh, this is, you know, it's pretty pretty good comedy for, you know. No, most definitely. Most most, most definitely. And it was, uh, it's a fun game. I, I, I like it. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, anything else you can think of? Uh, that I'm playing right now? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on Xbox, I'm playing the Attack on Titan game that just released, uh, I think, last Thursday. The last Thursday or two Thursdays Looks like Peter's ago. got something to say about that. Oh, uh-huh. I've I just, I seen the, oh. the trailers and everything. It looks good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's got, like, um, almost like a Spider-Man game mechanic with, like, the web sling, but instead of the web sling, you've got um, your uh, gear... I forget what they call it. It's like the it's the gear thing though that you use wires to fling yourself around the city to kill these giant titans. And it's really it's really cool because at first they make it seem real easy because they take you through uh, like a tutorial where you take on training dummies. Right. And there you have to you like you're attacking like pillow sacks basically in the beginning. It's like oh this is awesome. And then like your first two three missions really easy missions. There's like you take on like one titan at a time. And then just like the TV show, they kind of like just punch you in the face, and they just they're just like okay, good luck. And then they throw like everything at you at once, and you're just completely screwed. And the game is way hard, just like the TV show. So I felt like it was it has like an element of realism where it's like, man, this is, you know, like I thought this was gonna be easy. I thought I was gonna be counting the number of titans I kill, but now I'm just sitting here like, am I gonna beat this level or am I gonna die? And there's been a few times where you know I've seen. You know, Irwin or or Aaron or Armin or Mikasa or Levi go inside you know a Titan's stomach. So it's definitely a sick game. And what I've been what I've been playing, been playing that and just Overwatch. Okay. Um, let's see here. I haven't played anything new on my console. Um, I, you know, I I'm gonna be honest. Like I haven't even gotten a new generation console yet. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's yeah. all good. I mean, like the the best part of the new gen consoles whether you get a ps4 or you get an xbox one is both consoles have been letting out a game for free every 15 days sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad um this this time around they let out uh for xbox they let out mirror's edge which is which is really good you know it's a lot of fun it's a just a free form running game but mm-hmm. at the same time uh you know there's a bunch of people trying to shoot at you and you're not really the best at shooting guns. I mean, you can use guns and whatever, but your best tactic is to run away or to like um, fight them using your speed. But you're not I've, the best. It's it's kind of realistic in in the sense where like you can't just pick up a gun and oh, I'm automatically the best. It's your girl is kind of whatever with a gun, but when it comes to running away or just like punching them in the face, you got it. She's crazy. Yeah. Right, right. 
No, I, I'm leaning towards, I think, I, I, it's been a big internal battle with me between the Xbox One and the PS4. I was going to get, I was looking at the PS4 Pro, but then I realized that while it has 4K support, it doesn't have a 4K Blu-ray player. That is hurtful. Whereas the Xbox One S has the 4K support and the 4K Blu-ray player in it, so... You know, changes perspective. It does change perspective a little bit, you know. And I'm like, well, what does PlayStation have that I really, really, really want to play? You know, Play, PlayStation's good for uh, for single player to me. Like, yeah, you know, the, the really good story game. Yeah. If you're trying to go like multiplayer, you know, with your friends and stuff like that, I go Xbox. Yeah, and I, I can definitely agree. I mean, like they have some great titles on there. Eventually, you know, like, I'll be rich enough to own both. Exactly. You know, so, um, you know. Yeah, like, the Uncharted series is really good. Yeah, see, God Uncharted is, like, what is drawing me towards PlayStation. Because if you haven't played the Uncharted games, they are, like, like I played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, and I, ha- I have all three of them. And, like, they, those are three of the deepest story games. Like, I love those games to death. Dude, this is going to sound really lame, but the reason I really want a PS4 is because they have MLB The Show, which is the only baseball game around right now because... Um, 2K's baseball contract for video games ended and so Xbox has nothing for baseball except for like you know some generic like not even backyard baseball pool (laughs) worthy stuff I mean like it's all stickball it's it's stickball exactly (laughs) it's super lame whereas you know you got MLB the show and it's it's a sick game and did you know also that that Sony has a K-pop channel on their in their store they do huh Yes. I didn't know that. Man, I'm going to have to check that out. He's like, damn it, now i got to get a... Dude, I mean, that just that just adds it up right there. For those I'm of you that did not tune into last week's episode, and our, to our debut episode of Pulse Podcast, AJ loves him some K-pop. Yeah, K-pop is my jam, man. That's, you know, he I will, used to run a K-pop show for a, a different radio station, he, and that was, the, that was the best, man. AJ will bone every k-pop girl that shows up in front of him i wouldn't say every but you know there, there's a lot there's a lot <laughs> he he definitely would be a busy man oh yeah and uh and yes he does have a girlfriend ladies and gentlemen exactly well she has a guy that she really likes and i have a few girls i really like this so. just turned into a different show welcome to love line with exactly <laughs> check out door number one uh, yeah but i it's it's just a like a, i feel like with K-pop music, it's just one of those genres where, like, okay, I don't understand it, but it lets me get more into the music, makes me feel it, you know, makes me focus more on, like, the music itself and, like, how they sing the words and just, like, how they articulate words and how they say things. And then, you know, if I really like it, then it'll really make me look up what it means, you know? So, I mean, like, and plus, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, being attracted to Koreans helps out, too. He but said being attracted to Koreans... <laughs> But, you know, they're, wow. they're performers. They dance, you know? Uh, like, I mean, tell us how you really feel, AJ. Let's, 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 let's delve into the mind of AJ really quick here. Go for it. What's you, your you, question? You love, some, you, you love Korean girls. I do, yeah. And um, what is it about Korean girls that you love so much? Um, just in general? Or are we talking about, like, K-pop stars? In general. I don't really know. In general, like, I don't really know. It just, you know, it's just like, 
one of those things where you just know you you just know you like now, it. it's I, just I, like I I like Koreans and I like white girls and that's okay because that was it. gonna lead me to my next question which is I've met your girlfriend Shelby wonderful girl she's very white yeah she is yeah <laughs> but the thing about her is I kind of get like the best of both worlds because she's white on the outside but she has a, a very Asian heart she loves anime and she loves so she's uh, a she's so. a reverse of a uh, Twinkie. She's a reverse Twinkie, and I'm a Twinkie. So I mean, it's like perfect. So you know, I'm 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 yellow on the outside, but I'm you know I've got a very white. Part. This just turned into a whole different show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh man. Yeah. So uh, go, going deeper into this, um, because you know I feel like I got to put my Doctor Phil hat back on and say, <laughs> hey Jay. I, I don't even okay. I don't even know where to begin, man. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's been Paul's podcast for this week. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I was like, yeah. I don't know where you're going. Man. <laughs> I'll follow, but I don't know where this goes. Um, again, big shout out to NorCal Lights. Yeah, check out this place. It's got really nice decorations. It's got a good aesthetic. If you're one for that kind of eye stuff, there's a bunch of different rooms, and like each one has kind of a different flavor of its own so like it's visually pleasing where AJ's still you looking go. for the K-pop room yeah I'm, I'm still looking for the K-pop room hopefully don't worry. Don't Jessica worry. is down there or Dahan that would be really cool I see uh, I don't even know who you talk about it's okay well they're both K-pop on my keychains here we got Jessica here uh, we got Dahan here yeah Peter's like damn he's, <laughs> he is serious about that I'm shit. prepared man no, but it's, it's a really sick place. I mean, the music goes popping in here. We got some huge speakers, um, and there's a projector, and I think we can definitely, you know, there's there's definitely more to come in here. Uh, the, I mean, one of the things I know is just from sitting here is this awesome Carnage poster back here. It's sick. So, I mean. That's uh, actually made out of uh, a lot of beads over there. And yeah, it's made, made out, out of beads. Out of beads. Yeah. Yes, AJ's going to go and drool over the Carnage <laughs> painting in it just a time. minute. And um, pass the microphone to Peter real quick. Let's 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 close it out with a with a little bit more about NorCal. Tell everybody what you want to do with NorCal. What is your vision for it? Um, Like I said, I just want a safe place for people to go, have a good time, look at some art, uh, get their hair done, get their makeup done, feel good about themselves. What is it you're looking for right now? What is what is um like? What are you looking to add to NorCal? What is if we have a listener out there that's got a talent in some department what is it that you're looking for well i'm looking for anything to fill the store during the day uh i'm talking to some uh zumba zamba zumba classes zumba? Yeah, zumba, zumba yeah. classes uh we got the yoga um I had somebody talking to me about doing a uh visual uh the visuals with the projectors uh classes um, we got we got some stuff coming down the line. So we, he's like, we're gonna do an ASL class in a minute. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like, look, if you you know, we're gonna do citizenship classes on <laughs> on Tuesday mornings. Um, hey man, they got the like, space. They, they want to use it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna be also hosting a stand up um, open mic night and comedy roast battle. So if you like if you like roasts, you know, this is a good place to come and watch people get just completely obliterated um aj's volunteering to be the first roasty oh perfect you know Man. you know we can roast this twinkie you know we're gonna deep fry this twinkie <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna deep fry him and sprinkle some powdered sugar on him but not the white kind because he'd like it <laughs> uh 
you know, so I think, um, like, I want to thank Peter also, you know, I've known Peter for almost 12 years now, and, um, you know, he's probably one of the coolest cats that I've ever met, that I've come across, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, I'm really proud of what he's built here at NorCal Lights, and I want to see his business boom and succeed, because I think that a lot of people are going to see what he's doing here and they're going to get inspired and you're going to see more things like this pop up but he's going to be the first one to do it and he's going to be you know he's going to be the godfather of this <laughs> yeah you know, you know I, I just want to say thanks guys for uh coming and uh let me be part of this experience man you, you're, you're, cool. you know the seat's always open for you man you know there's always a seat <laughs> if you want to you know anytime you're sitting down and you you know and you want to add some some information to Pulse Podcast, you, by all means, you walk up, grab the mic, and and, and speak on it, because I, I love, you know, I know th- that you're knowledgeable in a lot of these areas, especially when it comes to pop culture and things of that nature, you know, I mean, NorCal Lights is an example of that exact thing, you know, it's pop culture, you know, you have, you know, the EDM, you have, you know, glitter, it looks like a member of the Twilight family just blew up all over your <laughs> counter, you know, you got the pins, you got the shirts, the music. Uh, I know you're a gamer. I know. Um, oh, you know that projector will be. Uh, yeah. yeah, we know that projector will. Yeah. yeah, we know that projector will be playing some video games Mario on it. Mario Kart or something. We'll yeah, something. we're gonna get down on something. Um, so, AJ, is there anything else that you'd like to add, brother? Uh, no, I think I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, do you, do we want to do like a mission for each other before we like? All right. Next week or something. Okay. The mission for AJ is going to be what? Young Justice. Young Justice. I think. What do you think, Peter? Young Justice. Young Justice. Young Justice. You're gonna have to do Young Justice. What's your What's your mission for me? Um. All right. So if I'll do Young Justice, I think you should. I I really think you should watch Attack on Titan. I think it's. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think Peter, would, Peter's like, yes, Attack on Titan. Yeah. It's It's okay. very basic, and I think you'd like it. Oh yeah. First, okay. First episode will get you hooked. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then for Peter, since you know, you know, uh, you don't have a mission because you're already busy enough. I'm gonna do both your missions, so yeah, (laughs) yeah. So now, now here's the thing: if you want to come and sit in, like as you heard, you know, we had some, we had some voices a little early. We do not mind voices (laughs) on on uh, Pulse Podcast. If you got a question, you got you you want to ask a question or or make a comment. we prefer you not to uh, be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here, AJ? Um, what, like insert yourself? No, no, you can insert yourself, but um, Peter, do you know what word I'm looking for here? Uh, nah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, I, not I, I, I got it up my head, but not inebriated, so to speak, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where I was going, yeah. You know, you, you know. Don't drink too many mimosas. Yeah, cool on the mimosas. Now, is, now is mimosas in in, in yoga going to be a weekly event? Uh, it's probably be, uh, twice twice a month. Uh, yoga mimosas probably be twice a month. Okay. Um, what other? What do you have any other events you want to promote real quick while we're wrapping uh, up? We will be doing a uh, San Jose State event on Thursdays. Uh, that's going to be starting on the sixth, I think, of October. Um, we also have events pretty much every week, uh, so come on by and you know check them out. They're pretty fun. All right, and uh, with that being said, I think that we are just about done here, and 
I'm Sergio. I'm AJ. And that's Peter. This is NorCal Lights, and we're out. Peace. <laughs> that was pretty cool.